0: Welcome to another exciting episode of the Innovators Insider Podcast, where we dive deep into the world of CAD, PDM, and PLM. I'm Richard Doyle, also known as the User Group Guy, and joining me today is my co-host, Mike LaFleche, the professor. How are you doing today, Mike?
1: Very good, Richard. How are you doing on this lovely day?
0: Ah, fantastic out here in Las Vegas, where the temperature is warm, but the weather is dry, uh, (laughs) which I think is about the opposite of you folks. Yeah, I'm under a flood warning right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we got a really uh, interesting show uh, here for you. We, we were uh, talking about the show format based on some feedback from, you know, everybody watching to, you know, let's, let's, you know, give a, give you a show that's tight, concise, and gives you everything you need. Um, squeezing it in, you know, we're going to make it really a tight and exciting action-packed show for you so that's our our goal so we got some uh segments coming up for you that i think you'll you really dig
0: and we're going to kick it off today with uh with our technology segment uh we haven't quite come up with a name for that yet but uh we're working on it uh and today uh both of us are going to show a little something so uh i'm going to go ahead and show a tech tech tip today one of my favorites that came uh That came about from our, you know, on our tech tips, you can find those uh, at Onshape.com. Go to the resources page and you'll find all of the tech tips. Uh, So my tech tip today uh, is using PEM fasteners in sheet metal. And it gives me an opportunity to show a couple of things. So first of all, I've got this really nice sheet metal model here. Uh, Obviously, we're going to need some holes. So let's go to the hole function here. And notice that I actually have a standard for PEM.
1: Actual PEM fasteners.
0: Yep, actual PEM fasteners. Metric or Unified. I like Unified myself. You can go with the self-clinching, self-clinching standoffs. I also have the studs and the pins. Uh, Let's go ahead with a number six on here. And this is really great. This is something I learned from Michael a couple of weeks ago. Instead of selecting all of those points, I can simply select that entire sketch to put those holes in there. And I think that's just awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. And those will show up in the flat pattern, too, if you slide over there to that. You bet they will. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So you got so, the in there. Yeah. Yep. Right?
0: So let's go ahead and take that over to an assembly now. Now we've got our sheet metal. Now we're going to go ahead and insert our pen and we're going to insert that using standard content. And there it is the pen, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And one of the brilliant things I think here is this auto size fastener. So I don't remember what, I, what, what size I actually used on that, but if I use that auto size and select the hole, it'll tell me it's been sized to 632 I can go ahead and insert that now and everything's hunky dory. And just one last tip. If you haven't used the replicate function, absolutely use the replicate function.
1: Yeah. Look at that. How easy.
0: Isn't that slick?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So very nice. Yep. So that's my tech tip for today. Using PEM fasteners in your sheet metal model.
1: That's a great tip, Richard. Yeah, a lot of sheet metal, uh, Manufacturers, I think of like Brian LaGrange down down in Louisiana and all the sheet metal stuff that that he does. Um, Lots of really good things you can do with sheet metal in Onshape and the PEM fasteners being embedded is fantastic.
0: Yeah, it's just wonderful.
1: Yeah. Another thing that our uh, customers often use are uh, gears, right? So what I want to do is talk about our custom feature spotlight today. And in our custom feature spotlight, I'm going to show you some gears Right here. So let's go in, and I'll share my screen. All right. So here we are in Onshape. I'm on my uh, in an assembly here for this uh, particular uh, gear set here. And how did I create these gears? Well, I used the help of uh, custom features in Onshape. Custom features allow you to create any sort of uh, feature. In an automated fashion, so instead of like creating a gear, you know, by sketching the involute shape and all the, you know, paths and and things, you can see that you know it's a lot of complex geometry. You can have Onshape just build you uh, a gear, right? And look at the complexity of, of this gear. This is a helical gear, right? With a proper diametral pitch five. Right here we got you know the root it, we got the pressure angle all the things if you went into the machinery's handbook you would find right richard i mean you know we've gone through that book a million times right and all the things you need exactly and yeah when you first you know open this up you notice you know you get a basic spur gear type in the number of teeth right you know pretty easy um, pitch circle diameters here, pressure angle. You can even go into the profile offsets and, and you know, go into the different addendum definitions and backlash, and all that is here. It's a clocking angle. This is professional manufacturable gears, right? You can 3D print these things, you can machine these things. These are real gears. We have people using these gears all the time. This is provided, you know, it, with On Shape. This is a uh, gear that you can add to your toolbar. Also know that you can make it a helical gear. You see just like that. We just swapped it out at uh, 15 degrees. You can even make it a herringbone kind of double helix uh, kind of gear like that. Put a chamfer in here if you want to on the uh, edge. Even put a counterbore in here uh, with a keyway, of course, right? Of course. And I did all that. So I did two gears in one part studio so that I can ensure, you know, the spacing and everything was going to mesh up the right way. And then when I insert it into the assembly, um, it's really cool. You just, uh, you know, I put in my shafts first because you need something to mate it to, right? right. So We have the shafts in here at five inches apart. We have, you know, a revolute mate on the first gear, a revolute mate on the second gear. And then we gear we have a gear mate which mates the two mates the revolute one and two essentially are used you know with a ratio of one because of the same diameter and everything and uh that was about it so really pretty cool that you can have that in on shape in the um custom table section as well there's a gear section and you know this uh, here we are this will tell you you know, how many gears you have. If you had a very complex gear set, this is a very handy thing. So to add this custom feature, it's very easy. You go to the very end of your toolbar. You hit add custom features. And this one, I believe, is in the community or the uh, feature script samples. You can see the official per uh, gear feature script here. So know that there are many other types of custom features that are available for gears. I encourage you to uh, kind of look around. And if you ever want to make your own gear, it's as simple as or your own gear custom feature. If you had some kind of special situation, go to the original, just like I did right there. And you can take a copy of this custom feature and make it your own you and do anything you want with it. Because this is the code right here in Onshape and you can edit it inside of Onshape as well. So I'm really excited that uh, we have some good custom features readily available uh, for our users,
0: yep. and not just gears. It's everything. You yep. know, I remember back in the old days of 2D, trying to uh, trying to draw out gears, and you know, you get your you'd get your major and your minor pitches, you get some circles drawn in there for construction geometry, then maybe you create a tooth profile, and maybe do a you know some sort of revolved uh, uh, pattern, and it never lined up perfect.
1: No. Always
0: ended up overlapping somehow, some way or another. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, So continuing on with the uh, technology part of the show here, I have a really cool um, on shape model. And I think I'd like to show that for everybody. And this is something that we'll also be highlighting every week is uh, a really cool on shape model that we found. And I guess hopefully everybody can see this. Uh, this popped up in, uh, in our Slack channel a, a few weeks ago. And my first thought was, oh, my goodness, how much work did this take? And then my second thought was, oh, my goodness, what is this thing? And my first thought was, you know, this looks like something that I used to do a long time ago when you're trying to create models or, or assemblies, you know, for presentation purposes, things like that. And maybe you look around the room and you can't decide what to model. So you just start modeling stuff. And you just start putting stuff together. And that's kind of what I thought maybe this model was all about. But the more I dug into it, um, the more I started to realize that maybe this is something pretty interesting. Um, Because for one, it's got a Babbage gearbox in it.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: for those folks that don't know what a Babbage gearbox or a Babbage uh, engine is, basically a calculator um, that was created back in the 1800s. You can find a lot of information on on, uh, Mr. Babbage uh, on the Internet. And so I started digging around and I started digging into some of the uh, some of the images that uh, that the user had put up here. And one of the things that I came across was the time machine. So now I'm pretty certain that this is actually a time machine. (laughs) And I want gentlemen to finish this so that we can actually start using it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, if we could go back in time and, you know, remove all the uh, time I spent installing CAD over the last 15, 20 years, Richard, you know, I mean, that would be fantastic.
0: Wouldn't that be great? But, you know, take a look at this model. Look at the level of detail here and the amount of time and the hours that were put into this. Uh, you know, we did a little analysis on it. and The uh, the actual usage hours on this particular document came in at over 5,000 hours. Yeah. And I can actually see how that would be possible. Uh, yeah, with the kind they- of it looks like that, they uh, took an interesting in design interesting. approach.
1: Yeah, it's a uh yep, yep. Um yeah, you know, a lot of a lot of features. I've never seen a CAD model with 1600 features in a single
0: A, a single part studio. Yeah, you know, I might have I might have taken oh a different god, approach.
1: Oh my god, I mean,
0: yeah. <laughs> um but you know, uh, 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 you know, take a look at the uh, uh, even even the performance still with that many that many uh that many parts in a part studio.
1: You're right. Amazing. Most CAD systems would crash if you had you know, oh. features over a thousand features in a CAD model. I mean, a thousand, yeah. fe- hundred hundred features is is pushing it in, in many cases. So it, it's really interesting to see Onshape doing very well uh, with with that level of complexity in a single uh, parametric part studio. Right. Although that's probably I mean, not the the way we encourage people yeah, to build things. No, six hundred and fifty. Yeah, there we are. Yeah, yep. six hundred oh, nine hundred fifty-five 42. parts here. So.
0: Yeah, so pretty amazing what the part studios can do. Like you said, Mike, um you know we probably wouldn't approach it this way, uh, but certainly it's an option if you want to do it. Don't
1: do it. <laughs> don't do it. Whatever you do, don't make six hundred feature parts. Studio. <laughs> so if that's one other thing to take away, and I commend the person who who created this, hundred percent because it's an insane amount of work. But you know that you really do want to break things out into separate documents for performance and for usability, right? If you yeah, have yeah. manufacturers making different components, it's very uh, much appropriate to split these things out. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. and you know, you,
0: you, your structure, you know, your company structure all of those different things have to be taken into account. So exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, and but, like, fortunately Onshape has the flexibility to, to allow you to do things the way that you want to, the way that you want to do.
1: All right. So what do we have next, Richard?
0: Well, we could talk a little bit about community. Um, we've got some great stuff coming up on our online Onshape user group meetings. Um, coming up first. There we go. Coming up first on July 18th is the student Onshape user group meeting. Uh, that's run by Imants Smidgens and Lillian Giddings, uh, two students from the Washington state area. And they've got a great speaker this time. Uh, They're going to be talking about feature script and they've got Evan Reese from Oval. Oh, wow. Yes. He's going to be the, uh, the feature presenter. Uh, and he's going to be talking about feature script and he's even going to show folks how they can go ahead and create their own feature script. And he's going to do that live. So that's Tuesday, July 18th. Uh, we're running that at 12 PM Pacific time, Uh, a little bit different. We usually run these at noon, uh, Eastern time, but we shifted it over to the West Coast this time for the uh, for the folks over in California, Washington, uh, make it a little easier on them. They don't have to get up quite so early. Uh, we always have our uh, German speaking Onshape user group meetings. Those happen the first Thursday of every month. Uh, it's a great group. They meet every month. They've got a, a nice core group of folks that come together. The meetings are always fun. Um, I sit and watch and I listen. I don't understand what's going on most of the time because it is in German. But on occasion, they'll actually speak some English and allow me to participate in the meeting. So I appreciate them for that. And then finally, our Women Who CAD Onshape user group. And this is a group uh, specifically for women and those that identify as women uh, to get together, talk about Onshape, talk about engineering. They've got another great keynote speaker, Deb Weick, a professional engineer from Wisconsin. Uh, She's been in the PTC user community for many years and currently runs the Badgerland PTC user group, uh, one of the top user groups, uh, CREO user groups in the country. She's been doing that for many years. And even through the pandemic, she was able to keep that group going with online meetings every week. They do a lunch and learn. Uh, Fantastic woman. and She's going to be talking all about her uh, career and her time in the PTC user community. So. Another great meeting. Um, You can find all of those on the user group page at onshape.com. And then finally, one little note from the forums. Uh, I forgot to check it before we came on the air, but I'll check it right afterwards. Michael Pascal is going to come up with the next render battle. This will be render battle number four. Uh, If you haven't participated in those, they're a lot of fun. Michael's going to make it a little bit easier on everybody this time. We're going to actually preload a model that you can then do some rendering with, so we don't have to go ahead and start creating these models by scratch anymore. Um, It's a fun contest, there's no prizes. All you get is uh, bragging rights and a nice little medal that they post in the forums. Uh, It's actually a fun thing to do and I highly encourage everybody uh, to get involved and get into the render battle number four. Number four, yeah, let's see. Number four, let me do a search for that. Yeah, I talked to Michael earlier this morning. And he said he's going to try and get something up here today, um, but he wanted to. I uh, wanted to make sure it was a good message. So
1: absolutely, yeah. Not
0: so- there yet, but uh, we'll put the we'll put the link. I'm sure it'll be there by the time we, we drop this episode. So we'll go ahead and we'll put that link in the show notes there. And uh, everybody, get involved with the render battle. I think it's just uh, it's just so much fun to do.
1: Yeah, being able to to render directly in Onshape on a web browser without having to new- you know, have the fast. Uh, it's, it's
0: it's fast. It just it just works like everything else in on Onshape. Uh, you know, years ago when we were doing rendering, it was like you know you hit the render button, you might as well go off and have a meeting or have a cup of coffee or you know take a nice long break because it, it was going to be a while until that render was complete. Um, and now even you know the most complex renders that that I've done. And don't get me wrong, I don't do that many complex renders. Um, but the ones that I do render in in a matter of seconds, it it just, it just works.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I got one other announcement that I'd like to, to bring up Richard. And this is the 2023 (sighs) world championship of 3d CAD speed modeling with our friend, too tall, Toby Schnars that, uh, you know, we all know and love. So, uh, this is coming pretty soon, right? There's going to be the, uh, you, know, you can see July fifteenth is the uh, the first date here in the brackets, um, so that's coming up pretty soon. And uh, yours truly will be hanging out with uh, Toby on a few of these shows as a co-commentator. So nice,
0: doing doing a little color analysis, are you?
1: Exactly, exactly. Excellent, Excellent. So I hope to uh, to be there. Looks like we yeah, I see a few on shape logos in this uh, list, which is yep. fantastic to see. I think jelly. I saw
0: I think I saw Imant Smidgen's name on that uh, on there somewhere earlier when I was looking, and uh, nice. which is a, a good time to remind everybody that our good friend Almas Smidgen's uh, was the world champion uh, for the last uh, 3D CAD speed modeling challenge. So,
1: yes, that is good great. on Almas.
0: And we'll be if, if if it was Imant's that I saw in there, that's we'll be rooting for Imant's.
1: Oh, yeah, there it is. July 22nd, Imant's right there. So, nice. Like the. uh his uh, emoji there, his avatar. <laughs> it's great. Um, so yeah, we that's uh, we'll definitely be rooting for him as well as all of the contestants. though, because all the contestants, you know, it's going to be really interesting to see all the different players, the CAD systems. I see some uh, return favorites and some new folks in this list. So really exciting to see.
0: And I'll tell you what, they are a ton of fun to watch. They really are. And just to watch these these folks go at it. You know, they have, what, two, maybe three minutes to create something. Um, And these aren't these aren't just block parts. These are these are some fairly complex parts. Um, And it's just fun to watch the, you know, watch how fast they do it. Number one, plus to watch their techniques. And you'll actually learn something uh, from just about everybody that you watch on these on these uh, these challenges.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So. I think uh, each of the contests are on a Saturday morning, so it's a nice way to wake up, have coffee, and and watch the uh, the esports uh, uh, CAD modeling championship. It's yep. uh, the next yep. bigger than pickleball, even. You know, I mean, sweeping <laughs> <laughs> America. There's it's this is going to be the biggest thing ever. There you go. <laughs> um, you know, I think we're just about wrapped up. You know, it was a tight, uh, quick show today, but with the new format. You know we'll still continue to have interviews with uh, with really special stories and customers and guests and engineering luminaries and, and folks internal to on shape i'm I'm sure so you know it's summertime so it's a little light you know but we're gonna you know really continue on bring you the same stuff that you've loved plus uh,
0: some some new things so we'll pray. and keep, keep your fingers crossed. Hopefully on our next episode, we'll be talking to the kids from the Rockets team, um, from Quebec. They were at Liveworks, uh, with their Rockets this year and we're working hard to get them on a, a, and interview them for the next episode. So yeah, hopefully that'll happen, but we'll still, we'll have our tech tips. We'll have our, uh, community updates and, uh, we'll have some fun.
1: Very good. Very good. Well, it's, always a good time to uh, hang out with you Richard and everybody else here in the community and uh, until next time yep we'll see you then all right